there's fire and there's and there's and there's rats. Exactly. And there's uh Venice. You're listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello, and welcome back to Indiana Jones in Character. Why do you say hello on this one, but on Star Wars in Character, you just go, Today... How do I do that? Today, today we're talking about. Today we're talking about Chasm. Nice. Oh, I, I'm Chris, and I'm Dave. That's who he is. That's who you are. That's uh, and this guy is from. To me, the second best indie film of all time. I agree. And yeah, Jones in the Last Crusade. Do you think that's what most people think? Like they agree I on think that that's order. What, what smart people think. <laughs> Jeez. So if they yeah. don't, they're like, you know, disconnecting right now. Have have you ever met anyone know who who likes Raiders like like not like not number one? No. Yeah, yeah, I know. Cause Me neither. We've found this out probably from doing this show. Like, you know, like you wanted to do another Star Wars and character type show and right. we talked about all kinds of different ways you could go and, and you and I both loved Indiana Jones. Absolutely. So it was like, well, this is a natural thing to do. And it was like, oh, you know, like, we'll, we'll come out and people just love it. And, and it's, it's done well and it's, it's fine, but it, it doesn't have the same it doesn't. draw. So it's not like people are clamoring to tell you their order of Indiana Jones movies. It's like, it doesn't have the same spark that Star Wars does no, for whatever no, reason. Yeah. I, I think, I think it was that big dry spell. Maybe. 89 to whatever, 08, 09, whenever that one, 05, I don't even know. And I can't remember other than you having a conversation about Indiana Jones with anybody. Do you ever, like, like people like talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Do you ever talk about Indiana Jones with anybody? Other than me? Probably not, no. I mean. It's not something that people, like, wear shirts. You know, you always see Star Wars yeah. shirts and stuff. It's like, the only person I know that has an Indiana Jones shirt is you. I have. You have several. I I do. I do. Yeah. I have a hat too. Fedora. Yeah, an actual fedora. Yeah, I have a fedora. Well, my son does, and I have a, I have, I have all kinds of Indiana Jones clothes. I don't wear them because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> you 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 should be embarrassed, Indiana Jones. No, never. but never. Like wearing a Star Wars shirt is socially acceptable. You know, they t- it every is. Star Wars is in everything. It's like cran, it's like cranberries. It gets into everything eventually. I, I, I hate cranberries. <laughs> well, it's like Indiana Jones doesn't have the same. Why is draw. why is that? Do you think? That's a good question. It's sad because Star Wars is like is, is, is in like Family Guy, The Simpsons, like everything out there. There's there is Star Wars jokes, right? Everything, and now and yeah, Jones. There's there's on occasion a few here and there. Yeah. Although a lot of movies have the Indiana Jones hat or whip scene kind of thing. Reach back and get it. Yeah. Puss in yeah. boots, that kind of thing. Toy Story had one, right? Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. But Indiana Jones is. The second favorite character of all time, you know? This is a depressing way to start the show. It is. This is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how we are saying goodbye to you. This, this is our, our series finale. Oh. And we'll answer everything from loss right now. <laughs> what about that freaking polar bear? He was cold. <laughs> <laughs> we should do Lost in Character. You would be awesome at that. It would be too goddamn confusing. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I will talk about the dog. What's the dog's name? And you know this, huh? You probably know this, Sam? I have no idea. No, I do know it. It's off, uh, I can't think of it. Okay. Now. All right, back to Chasm. Chasm. Yes. All right, Chasm is the fez-wearing protector of the Holy Grail and member of the Brothers of the Cruciform Sword. What is that? Well, I have information on them as well. Oh, good. Because unfortunately, this this is, I've always loved this character, and, and any real Indiana Jones fan does too. And I think it's one of the main reasons I like it is because he's a minor character. We're he is. Do, we're talking about minor characters, but you see a story arc with him, like from a little used character. All characters, good characters have a story arc, but a guy that's in it as short as him doesn't usually get that, but he does. The first time you see him, you think he's a villain. You actually do, yes. And you by the end... He's a good guy. He's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I like his, his little story arc. Now, unfortunately, he has zero backstory. Okay. There's nothing... And I mean nothing about him other than what you see in the movie. Because it's not Star Wars. That's exactly right. Star Wars, they would have a big, you know, who his wife was and where he's worked at. Absolutely. His favorite flavor of ice cream. They'd have every friggin' thing. Vanilla. Vanilla bean. (laughs) Vanilla. You think this guy likes vanilla bean? Look at him. He probably gets a cotton on mustache his. It's a flavor saver. (laughs) That's a nice stash. That is a really... I, I actually noticed a stash. It comes down the sides. It's good. It's it's really good. He kind of looks like a cross between the soup Nazi and Inigo Montoya from the, Bride? from the Princess Bride. He does actually. He's a handsome fella. It tickles my face. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could pull off this look. I I wish I could grow facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you asked me right before we started how to pronounce his name, and yes. it, like to to see this word K A Z I M, I think. I would say it the way you were going to well, say I, it. Yeah. It looks like Kazim. Right, right. But, but there's, there's no E? Yeah, it's not the Shaq Genie movie. What was that? Sh- Sh- Kazam or whatever? Kazam, yeah. Yeah. The, so I see it I see it the way you do, but he pronounces his name in the movie. Yes, like, he does. Yeah. There's, there's few characters that get to have the line, Hi, my name is... Right. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka, bow, bow. Kazam. And right. he's, that's the way he says it. So we're saying it the way he says it. And I think you have his introduction there. I do. Which, like we said, when you first see him, the, the first time you see him, he's trying to light Indy on fire. Well, he's chasing him. Right. He, he's 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 after him. He he actually hits um Brody. Mark, yeah. He he knocks Marcus out. Yeah. Which he, is really he's, like he's shit. shooting fish in a barrel. I mean, like anybody could do this. <laughs> True. But then he, he's chasing him, and then there's there's fire, and there's and there's and there's rats. Exactly. And there's uh Venice. <laughs> but yes, I, I thought he was a bad guy. I thought he was he was chasing Indy to to kill him. Yeah, you're meant to think he's a villain until the scene right after what you have. And I think it's a cool introduction to this character. So let's hear it. I love this scene. Why are you trying to kill us? Because you're looking for the Holy Grail! I thought I was looking for the Holy Grail. Did you kill him too? No! Where is he? Talk or you're dead! Damn it! Tell me! Tell me! If you don't let go, the Jones will both die! And we will die! My soul is prepared! How's yours? This is your last chance! Go, the Jones! It's yours!
are you? My name is Kasim. And why were you trying to kill me? The secret of the Grail has been safe for a thousand years. And for all that time, the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword had been prepared to do anything to keep it safe. Let me off at this gentleman. Ask yourself, why do you seek the cup of Christ? Is it for his glory or for yours? I didn't come for the cup of Christ. I came to find my father. In that case, God be with you in your quest. Your father is being held in the castle of Brunwald on the Austrian-German border. Now, he knew the information about his father the whole time. Yeah. Oh, psst. By the way, well, he didn't know that that's who Indy was looking for. I yeah, I, I it's in the name though. They both named Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean? With a name like Jones, they're related. But he he knew the whole he knew the whole time. This guy, I love this guy. He is he is cool. That the whole scene on the boat is is one is, is fantastic. But when the camera's behind them, the boat's going into the blades. Yeah. When it's in front of them, they're going nowhere. You, you know what I mean? You said that's the same thing you said about Indy with the rock crusher yes. last time on, yes. the, on the last episode. Yes. Like, <laughs> he really it's, should be crushed. But what's weird is I, I always think that I'm probably, I'm probably the only one out there who thinks this. I always see that boat crushing and the, and the propeller thing as a Walt Disney ride. What do you like, mean? I can see that ha- like I can see that being a ride. Mm-hmm. We're on a boat and the propeller start chasing you and stuff. I don't know why. Jesus. And the water... Splashing up. That's some ride. And it's awesome. <laughs> Water ride. You, you, you get all wet. <laughs> Seriously. And chopped up. <laughs> I'm wet now. Go on. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he, any guy, like a guy like that, guys like this are dangerous, I think. Any v- villain, hero, whomever they are in a movie that's willing to die, they don't care whether they live or die for their cause. Right. And people like that in real life are intriguing and can be very dangerous people. He's ready to die. I love that line, like, my soul's prepared, how's yours? Right. And he's like, I die. He has to make two more movies. <laughs> yeah. One, actually, one more. I forgot this was Crusade. <laughs> one more movie. But he, you see his almost his entire story arc right there in that scene that you played. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's short and sweet. It tells you his whole background. Does he open up his shirt yet? Yeah. Indy has him there, and he kind of he kind of pulls out the uh, his tattoo. open heart an open heart surgery scar. <laughs> it looks like a, like a little you know, looks like Mullah Ram got to him tic tac toe or something. <laughs> oh shit! Indiana Jones three in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tide does turn from very quickly. You go from hating this guy and he's a villain to him helping Indy, and they're not villains. Yeah, and he's got a couple more scenes. He's in the movie quite a bit. Because the next time you see him, he is a spy, and he's he's kind of I mean you have to you have to be like he's kind of Bond like this guy. He is he he's yes he's he's Bond. <laughs> he used to be very skilled to do what he has done. So he gets in there and 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 is spying and is knows about the Nazi attack and the brothers of the Cruciform Sword then are there to defend and try to stop the Nazis from getting the Grail. And that's where he meets his maker. I have that one, too. Oh, this is sad. It's all about our heads. Who is he? A messenger from God. For the young 
disgusting damnation. That part cracks me up because he's like, <sighs> and the music gets all loud too. Wow, it's he's very he's valiant, and I think a guy like this, I think he kind of deserved a better death. Yeah, because I was it was it was he the one who yelled the Wilhelm scream? Because when the guy throws the bomb, I don't think so. It wasn't him. We were just talking about that on Star Wars in character because we did a whole episode on the Wilhelm scream, and you and I both. Had remembered in Temple or in uh, Last Crusade that this is where it is. You hear right. the Wilhelm scream. Someone throws a bomb at somebody and then they fall. Ah. I think that's just a random brotherhood, brotherhood of the brother whore. <laughs> the cruciform <laughs> sword. Does everyone have a tattoo on their chest? On their, yeah, in between their tits. Yeah, <laughs> their tits. Do you think if I guess there's no girls in this team, huh? It's all it's a brotherhood. brotherhood. It's not a sisterhood. Damn. Or the traveling Can you imagine that? pants. I would I would tattoo that on on, on the breast. <laughs> in the cleavage. You're volunteering. I would volunteer right the, away. The canyon of the crescent boob. <laughs> <laughs> I would get a red sharpie. <laughs> and I would I would draw it on there. Yeah, Howard Stern. <laughs> Ooh. That's my Howard Stern person. <laughs> Baba Booey. <laughs> well, I think he deserves a a better death. Like a more specific death than just a random bullet. I I think he should have think the propeller was a better death than than a bomb or a bullet. Yeah, like one of the things there. Like I said, there isn't really much about him in the comic book adaptation of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He's actually I think he has a better death. I think they should have went with this. He's killed by Donovan. Donovan shoots him in the back. No, oh. so that to me. He's his his death is getting the attention that it deserves when the main villain really is the one that's murdering him. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked that better because this guy this guy does too much for the storyline and for our hero to just get a random bullet. Yeah, I agree with that. It, it, it's sad. It's sad to see him go, but he should go like a better death. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll put on our Facebook page. I got the. I found a p- picture of the panel of Donovan murdering him and shooting him in the back. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think this guy, I don't know that he could have died with the propellers because we needed him for the story. Right. But I I like the idea that he's willing to die for his cause. You know, like, like to him, he should have died then. He's like Lieutenant Dan. He's supposed to die in battle. <laughs> Who like who volunteers for this? Like who like who says yeah I want to protect this thing and, and put a tattoo on my chest? Well, I think it's in his bloodline. Like the one thing that they have about him is that he is a descendant of Christian royalty. So I think it's his family sworn duty to do this for the rest of his life. Should, could would he have had a son? That kid would have. That would have sucked. Taking up the family business of being in the brotherhood. That would so you have no choice but to protect this this thing. Yeah, it's like people who, you know, their dad, their grandfather was a had a hardware store, and it's yeah. passed down to the father. And guess what you're doing when you grow up? And in this case, they're protecting the Holy Grail. Teen Wolf. <laughs> Teen Wolf. Were they the Howards? <laughs> yeah, it was a hardware store. Yeah, it was a hardware store. <laughs> All right. Well, he was a descendant of Christian royalty, and that's that was his job. He was born to do this, and he was born to die doing it, and he does. 
He does. Yeah, he fulfills with, his destiny. With some real fake-ass looking blood on his outfit. Yeah, it was total ketchup. Yeah, it was Heinz. <laughs> I think they had fries on the set that day. <laughs> and Spielberg was like, oh, that looks good. Just use it. Let's <laughs> put my ketchup. He's dead. Great actor, too. I like this guy. He hasn't been in much. He's, uh, the man's name is Kavork Malikian. Whoa, I'll look you, too. <laughs> And he's been in a lot of non-American movies that most people, I don't think, have seen. But he's had a few, you know, hits here and there. He was in Taken 2, which I love this movie. Boogaloo? Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. And I remember, like, I hadn't, I didn't know it was him when I saw it. But as soon as I saw that he was in it, I totally remembered who he was in Taken 2. He plays the dirty detective um, in the middle of the movie that Liam Neeson kind of has a run-in with. I don't want to say too much if you watch okay. the movie. But those does, movies, does someone get taken? Yeah. Okay. Those don't, movies are solid, dude. Don't, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> All right. So he's in that. Um, he hasn't been in much, but I, I always look for this for every character we do because it seems like it's... Uh, in all these people's duties to not duties. Only, not only be an Indiana Jones, but have something to do with James Bond. Was he? So now I scour everyone's filmography for anything having to do with James Bond. He was never in a movie, but he did do a voice in a James Bond video game called James Bond 007 Bloodstone. He did? As who? As bad as He was villain? listed as additional voices. Ah, this is one that Daniel Craig actually did the voice for. Yeah. So it's like a real it's like a I guess it's an awesome video game, but I'm I'm reach I'm grasping at straws here. I have to connect all these Indiana Jones people to James Bond and that's it. The most interesting thing about this actor was that he auditioned for Sala. Wow. Way back in the day in the, for Raiders of the Lost Ark. And obviously They said you're too it. thin. <laughs> but didn't get it, but uh, he remained in the family, I guess, enough to be here and actually does make an appearance in an episode of The Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Now, I never watched that show. You would watch it. I uh, forget it a lot. Never too, too into it, but he, yeah. he does appear again in an episode called Masks of Evil. Well, that's pretty cool. It's all connected there, you yeah, know? He plays an Armenian agent. So... This is not his last uh, dip in the Indiana Jones pool. Now, the Brothers of the Cruciform Sword I looked up as well because they kind of fascinate, fascinate me. And I don't know that's like, like not a real thing, but I'm like interested. So they're an Aramaic-speaking society, Aramaic. And you know Aramaic from... Uh, from movies. From, from uh, what's it called? The Passion of the Christ. Great movie. Okay, so Mel Gibson. Did you know that that was real? <laughs> Mel Gibson could translate this for Based you. Is that a real book? <laughs> I heard the book was better. I waited for the movie. <laughs> I waited for the movie. <laughs> the f the coolest thing about the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword, if you remember way back, one of our first episodes, we did the Grail Knight. Right. Great character. We had more questions than answers on the Grail Knight, and I remember one of the questions was, we brought this up, who built that freaking place you know we're like we oh, right, were right, sitting right. there picturing this like did these three brothers sit there and and build that whole place that housed the holy grail and we were like i don't know and that must it can't be because that must take decades centuries well, well we have an answer now okay the brotherhood of the cruciform sword built that place so wow. i'm 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 
That's a lot of people. Happy that we did this because all this many months later, we now have an answer. In the year 1000, the society built... In the year 1000... (laughs) (laughs) The society built the Temple of the Sun in the Canyon of the Crescent Moon. Now, the front of the building is some kind of Greco-Roman facade, and that was there. They did not chisel that in the side of the, the mountain. But everything that's inside... The, the traps, right. the fake grails, you know, everything that you see inside was built in the year 1000 by the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword. How many people? Like, how many people were, were on, that, on that team? Good question. Don't have the answer to that. Oh, the union? <laughs> That's an even better question. See? I think Jimmy Hoffa's buried in the Canyon of the Crescent Moon. <laughs> Now the Nazis and the and the soldiers and the Brotherhood they're all fighting in that battle. The Brotherhood is defeated at that point. And I never really thought of this, but it's not known whether or not anyone from the Brotherhood survives that war with the Nazis that we see in the movie. But if you think about it, I'm thinking that they're that they're done, that they're dead because when they the Nazis eventually get there and the whole penitent mantra pass and the whole deal. Penitent penitent pass. None of them are there. Where are they? I think they're all dead. Lunch break. <laughs> Lunch break. They're a union. Lunch <laughs> No attempts were made by these guys to to stop the recovery of the Grail. Like that's what they've been doing since you- the year one thousand. But now when it's actually happening and Indiana Jones is actually getting the Grail, there's none of them there to stop it, which leads me to believe that they've all died out. Or they all they all drank from the thing and, and they and they're hiding somewhere. <laughs> they're hiding somewhere. They're they're in the in the in the panic room. The panic room <laughs> <laughs> with Jared Leto. <laughs> I think they're dead. That's, I mean, it's it's not known for sure in the Indiana Jones universe, but they're not there, and this is their sole purpose for existing. I think they all die in that battle, and the Brotherhood is over, which kind of makes me sad. It is sad. So that's uh, that's about all I could find on. Like I said, there isn't much on him. There you isn't did a much good on job him. finding nothing about somebody. Yeah, I'm, I was I was disappointed because. I do like this character a lot. He's in the Lego video games. He's in he's in other incantations of uh, Indiana Jones. My son and I... Do you ever play this game, Top Trumps? I've seen it. My son and I play it. There's Top Trumps for everything. Yeah. And it's a fun... It's almost like a war kind of game. Um, they have it for your major sagas. They have it for Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, that kind of stuff. And there's an Indiana Jones one. And each character has strengths and weaknesses, like intelligence, right. strength, cunning, that kind of stuff. How high is he? Is he pretty high? Yeah. And he, like, he, he's one of the cards in the Top Trumps game. I'll bring it with me sometime when we record this. Maybe we'll Ooh, yeah. play we'll a game while play we podcast. Around. It takes forever. But um, it's, it's a fun game because you have to decide what that person's strength is. And for okay. a guy like this, I think there is one that's like honor or, or, or how brave they are, or something like this. That to me would be the thing that would be this guy's strength. Do you um, think anyone is such a big fan? They have a tattoo of that cleavage tattoo on their arm. That's a good question. Yeah, like I wonder out if anyone's so so diehard of this character or the movie. Well, that goes back to I think to our conversation at the beginning of the show. You know, there are people, mostly dudes, all over this country that have 
Star Wars tattoos. Right. I'm even tempted on on getting one. Tempted. Yeah. Yeah. I do want something, but I I hate needles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might be a problem. It might be a big problem. Well, you you ever see people walking around with Indiana Jones tattoos? Hell no. Never. Are there Indiana Jones conventions? Hell no. No, but people go as indie here and there. Yeah, you see one, and, and everybody's like, hey. Yeah. And then they go, let's go see what Doctor Who shit they have. Yeah. Who? <laughs> but that's it. That's all I got. That's that's great, Dave. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I forgot about our, our trivia. Okay. So I've been looking this whole time <laughs> for a question that is totally, totally, totally hard, and you're not going to get it. Okay. So well, I'm just warning you. We, uh, but it has to do with the scene. It has to do with the scene. All right. We we started, just like we do on Star Wars and Character, doing a trivia segment, which we call Fortune and Glory. But that's all. it has not gone well, and I have forfeited. Well, well, why don't we start right now on this episode? Let's start from scratch, from fresh. You don't even have a question. I have one right here. You just said it's hard. Why would I concede? Not the question. <laughs> I, will, I will give you this. Let's start now. Give me a hard one. <laughs> I don't even mean that. Give me a hard question. Well, let's, I have a question. All right, here. let's start now. I want to start again. I want to go back on, on on the scoreboard and everything. Okay, so you're saying as of the Chasm episode, the yes. score is zero to zero. Zero to zero. And you have won the first round. So I owe you an Indiana Jones toy of some yeah, sort. Yeah, something vintage from 1984. You want the whole temple, the whole well the of the whole, souls. I want the whole set. Kenner line <laughs> figures of Ray on cards, <laughs> on card, unpunched, unopened. <laughs> I'll get on and that. go. <laughs> I'll get on that. All right, who's going first? <laughs> it's, it's up to you. See, you might get this because you read and you know stuff. All right, we have you have gone first in the past, so we'll stay with that. Okay. My question is a little different than usual. Are you ready? Hi. Turn your paper over. Okay. This is my question. Yes. Here's a pen. Oh, shit. This is like Pictionary. Don't. You, for one point, must draw the symbol no idea. of the brother of the cruciform sword. I have no idea. That looks like tits. Oh, here. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I got to take a picture of this. What the hell is that? Like, like, like that ish. That ish. Yeah, that's a line with two balls on it. No, that's within my pants. <laughs> <laughs> right here. No, that's not even close. Okay, you you draw it. <laughs> All right. Is it on there? It's not on there. Here, here it is. Really, what it is? It's based on on a real cross. It's be, it's based on something called the Eastern Cross, which has three lines going through it. So that would be a regular cross. Okay. There's another line here, and then one that curves up top. And then one that they curve up top. And the reason that it's curved is because when you're done with it, what does it look like? When you're done with it. When you're done doing all of it, what does this look like? A bird. <laughs> there you go. What does that look like? Oh yeah, that. It's a combination of I don't know what it, that's called, but it's a combination of this Eastern Cross and the Holy Grail. I see it. Do you see the cup within the cross? I I see it now. Isn't that badass? I didn't even know that. Take that line out, that line out, 
it's a cup it's a chalice yeah it's a chalice with a cross within it it's three lines across we'll definitely put it on our facebook page and i want you to put side by side your picture and my picture <laughs> i had an idea i knew there was lines i knew look i got the three lines right did i not just not how it looks. You did. It still looks like a, like an antenna from like 1975 when you wanted to watch UHF. Honeymoon or something. Yeah. It's 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 not as bad as I'm making it out to be. I'll take a picture of it and put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> but the symbol itself, proud of that I didn't drawing. talk about it much on the episode, but isn't that awesome? I didn't even notice that. It's the Eastern Cross. Three lines, but it's but the, the top line is curved and it really is the Holy Grail with it. It really cross. is. And that's what's on his chest. Okay, so what's my question? Ready for your question? Yes. How many times does the propeller spin before it hits the guy? Go. <laughs> what's your question? Do you know, I said this, if you were listening earlier on. Yeah. I, I said, you know when he comes out? He actually says it twice. Uh-huh. He says, out Venice, when they kiss. Yeah, yeah. And he comes out of the sewer. Yeah. You might know this. Yeah. Al Venice is is a nod to the author Thomas Mann, who wrote the line in his book. Do you know his book? <laughs> so we're starting I'm like, gonna, like I'm going to give you. I'll give you multiple choice. Yeah, A the Bible, B Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I got to hear your multiple choice. Yeah, I'm making this up right now. You can't I'm, make I'm up multiple choice off the top of your yes, head because I'm going to know which Watch, one it is. No, ready? Yeah. Is it called Life in Venice, A Day in Venice, Death in Venice, We're in Venice? <laughs> Dude, where's my Venice? <laughs> I forget what I even just said. Say him again. I forget what you said. See, and I'll know which one's uh, right because you'll say the right one again. <laughs> a day in Venice, a life in Venice, death in Venice, we're in Venice. Yeah, I did say him again, right? Did you? It's yeah. certainly not we're in Venice. You, did you read the book? Yeah. <laughs> this question is 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 just... It's just quintess- you're going to get a free point for this question. It's quintessential for you. This is just like the essence of your questions. I, I forgot about getting a question for you. It is called a day in Venice. Incorrect. <laughs> okay, what is it? Death in Venice. Death in Venice. Yes. Written by who? Don't look. Who's it written by? I already looked. Yeah. Thomas Mann, Michael Th- Mann's cousin. Thomas Mann. All yeah. right. I thought you might know that because you need read. Yeah. Okay. Well. For all you Thomas Mann fans out there, I apologize that I didn't get that one right. <laughs> that was good. Death in Venice, Life in Venice, Day in Venice. I did good. Okay. Wasn't that good? Well, here we are in Venice. That, is- <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of... Yeah. Let's go to Venice. <laughs> all right. So the scores after one episode yes. in round two... We're tied. ...of Fortune and Glory are zero to zero. Kid. And that about does it. It does. All right, now we got a problem. Uh, we have to talk about our next character. Yes. And that will have to be someone from the Crystal does it, Skull. Does it have to be? It has to be. We said every two times around we would do Crystal Skull. Has it been skull. already two times since, since Skull? Yes, it has. <sighs> okay. See, I was I was instantly, if we have to do somebody, instantly thinking. I know. John Hurt's character, which is Harold Oxley. Done. Because at least I like John Hurt. I like John Hurt a lot. Done. But I don't care if you want to pick. That somebody sounds else. good because we're getting we're, we're almost out of characters for Skull. Seriously, except you know for Russian suit, Russian soldier, Russian soldier, right? R- Russian soldier. Yes, I mean it's it's getting hard now to find characters in Skull. All right, well Harold, if you don't care, then Harold Oxley it'll be because that character 
that character was bizarre. In yes. a bizarre movie, he was one of the most bizarre things about it. Yes. But I love John Hurt. We will we will do we will do him. Let's to, do him together. I'll I'll have the mail. See, you just you could have left it. You could have left it just like subtle. I could have ended the episode. But you have to stampede into oblivion. Right into into his mouth. Oh, (laughs) sounds like Bill Cosby there. (laughs) No. All right. Well, I guess that's it for Kazim Kazim Shazam. (laughs) Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. (laughs) Uh, Join us next time. We discuss Professor Oxley. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Yeah. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.ijic.neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. Yeah.